Welcome to Politics and Prose, the podcast focused on people and politics. Gail Dudley, the audacious advocate, is an author and activist committed to evoking an awakening that compels people and communities to move beyond the status quo. Gail has created a platform to introduce fresh voices through interviewing guests who are relevant to everyday life. Politics and Prose will also share aggregated political data and present it in a way that takes communities from being informed to taking action. New episodes air on Fridays. Make sure to follow Gail on Instagram, Twitter, and post.news at Gail Dudley. And subscribe to her YouTube, www.youtube.com slash Gail Dudley. Tune in to be informed and make sure to subscribe to Politics and Prose wherever you listen to podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. Now let's get into it. Welcome everyone. This is Gail Dudley. I am your host, the audacious advocate, author, and activist committed to bringing you fresh voices through interviewing guests who are relevant to everyday life. I am so excited today to bring to you Angelia Stone, who is the founder and CEO of Hope Magazine, headquartered in Muncie, Indiana. Hope is a unique publication created and launched in 2005 for women on a journey of self-discovery. Along her journey, Angelia has also become a prolific publisher, editor, social media influencer, and writer publishing her first book, Yes, Sisters, Surrounding Yourself with Women Who Affirm, Encourage, and Challenge You. Y'all, today we are talking hope and self-discovery. So first of all, I just want to say welcome. So glad you're here. What's happening? What's up? Before hey. we jump into this interview. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, that's it. You know, I had to. I have to tell you this. I was laughing thinking about all of us. Uh, Cheryl was with us, and Monica. Y'all were on a journey. We met up in Columbus at Easton Town Center, ate lunch, laughed, had a ball, and I just I thought about that and said, "Wow, how women can just come together like that mm-hmm. and just have a great time." And we were challenging each other, but. Uh, cheering each other on, uplifting. We were strategizing. All of that was going on. And so my first question is this to you. Why is it, why does it appear to be difficult for women to do that on a regular basis? Well, that's a, that is the war winning question. <laughs> you know, I think, you know, and, and just when you just really keep it real, I think so many women have been that women are guarded. So many of us have set up boundaries for the reason being is that we've been, we've been hurt. We've been broken. Our trust has been taken advantage. You know, we've been taken advantage of. And so it's hard to even establish relationships and form good partnerships with other women is because you go into these, when you meet new people, you feel like, okay, what's, what's, you know, what does she want? What is, um, what's the catch here? You know, that sort of thing. And so we have a hard time trusting each other because, you know, like I said, we got our, we got our boxing gloves on. We're, we're just guarded. So, 
Yeah. We are guarded. And, and you're right. And I'm guilty. I, I'll mm-hmm. sit there like, why is she being so nice to me? What yeah. is <laughs> and it's sad that, but, I, but I, I'll be transparent. I've been so hurt in the past where I'm thinking, oh, wow, I found a great sister to hang out with. We're having a good time. And then, mm-hmm. bam, mm-hmm. it strikes. And you, you're seeing it like, what just happened? Right. Sometimes it's worse than a breakup with your loved one. Like, it is. It really is. Happened? It is. It is. I was just actually having that conversation with my mom to this morning. And I told her, I was talking about my journey with the magazine. And I was like, I, and she was like, girl, you done ran into all kinds of folks. I was like, don't remind me, mom. Don't remind me. But then when you get to the place where there are some really people that are just there only just to pour into me, to love me, to pray me through, and just to be there to help the vision. Then it's like you sitting there thinking, wow, I shouldn't feel like this. But it's still like you like, but I've just been so hurt and broken, you know, and I'm just like, this is a, um, you know, I'm like, God, allow me to enjoy this moment with them because, you know, I don't want them to have to suffer because of whatever, you know, all the other stuff that I've had to endure and encounter. I, I, I hear you and I agree with that. And um, here we are in March, Women's History Month. Mm-hmm. Does this month have any particular meaning for you? If so, please share with our listeners. Well, you know, this we, um, we've we been planning even around the brand to do is I like this time of the year is when, you know, Black History Month and Women's History Month is that we really begin, we have a chance to celebrate women. And I like in that we took a spin on things this year is that, you know, we norm the, the normal women that we absolutely love, your Viola Davises, your Oprah's and all those, but often we don't shine the light on just our everyday women that are really out there, like a Gail yeah. Dudley that's oh, out yeah. there, really my Monica Wares and my Cheryl Pullins and women like that, our own parents and, you know, women in our families. And so, I really enjoyed and happy that we have gotten to that space where we want to celebrate the women that have really are making an impact in our lives. And so that that's what I look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Um, I, I sit back during actually like the end of the year into maybe let's say even Easter and it's like, wow, what a great launch into a new year. Mm-hmm. And then something happens. And then we get back into the mood again, right around October. Mm-hmm. And I, in this first quarter, it's like planning our vision. We're excited. We've lost weight. We, <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're doing new things. Black History Month for us. You know, we're building that up. We're so excited. Um and then Women's History Month. And it's like, what else can we do when it comes to Women's History Month? And I love your take on, let's look at everyday women. And that's one thing about politics and prose that we're trying to do is to introduce new voices. Not that there's anything right. wrong with the pre- with the voices right. that have gone before us or forged ahead for us, but there's some amazing voices, some amazing women out here, picking button, taking names in a very graceful way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They really are. are. And and I look at you, um, and I'm so grateful to Monica for introducing us. Um, And I believe I was introduced to you right when you were launching Hope Magazine or or a little bit after that, because you launched that in 2005. You also released a book in 2020, Yes, Sisters, which Mm -hmm. I have a copy. 
Please share with our listeners your journey. How did you come to say, okay, I want to launch this magazine? Then where where did you go to say, okay, let me go ahead and pen this book and publish this book? Because I'm sure there's women out here that are ready to do either um, either both of them or one of them at least. Mm-hmm. What's interesting when you said that is because I never really it never dawned on me how parallel my mission, how I've been on that same mission and the the whole purpose of me doing a magazine, which was a newsletter just to go to 50 to 100 women was going to a church group of women. That's when everybody was doing newsletters and stuff Mm -hmm. and communicating that way. I was there. (laughs) (laughs) You know, everybody, you know, so I'm going to get me a newsletter started and I'm going to have all these emails and everything. That's what... And so I started a newsletter and that's what it was just going to um, a group of women that's in affiliated with our church because I always have had a passion for women, you know, Mm -hmm. a a passion for women whose voice needed to be heard. And what I realized is that I was on this journey at that time. I was I was I was I was hiding behind, you know, the newsletter and the magazine because I didn't want my story to be told because I was really ashamed of my story. I didn't want people to really know what I really was experiencing. So I used it in the form of a newsletter and to be able to find other writers to share what I was actually feeling through those pages. Um, What happened was that later evolved into a magazine. And so that's how hope was, how hope was developed. The magazine was developed to um, to be able to share women, other women's journey, because I figured if I'm going through it, other people are um, as well. And so I um, fast forward going on to the book. What it showed me is that regardless of what woman it was, um, it was just a uh, a journey. It shared the different women who poured into me. Um, to spoke a, that that spoke a yes to me and say yes, girl, you can do it. Yes, girl, I have I believe in you. When I wasn't believing in myself, um, I needed these women on this journey. Some made it to the book, some did, and I wish I could have put everyone in there. But it was it was important for me to learn as I went went out went through life, and that these women had patience with me. They. Like I said, they loved on me and they um, empowered me to who I am today, you know, because although I'm what people often say, you've made this look so easy. I said, but it really hadn't been. But if it hadn't been for those women behind the scenes, that was really um, um, uplifting me in prayer or just empower me to yeah, girl, you got this and you do doing the, the you doing a darn thing. And I'm just like, you think? <laughs> yeah, so. It's interesting. And, and thank you for sharing that story, which I never knew that. I'm like, wait a minute. That's the first time hearing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, or I'll say hearing it in this way, but mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a minute, did I know this? But it's so interesting because um, I look at you, I see you when I met you. And I think I even shared this with Monica. I said, man, She's like Oprah Winfrey. Like, like, <laughs> like, I can like stand beside you, touch you, talk, talk to you, mm-hmm. have this conversation. And as, I, as I'm sitting here even reflecting now, I'm like, wonder why we even compare that way. I know. Because I even see you, and I don't want to say see you above an Oprah Winfrey. I don't want to use those that, that terminology. But you're a powerhouse. 
Mm-hmm. And when I look at you, I follow you on your social media. Um, was a subscriber to the magazine. Now I go mm-hmm. online to get the magazine. Um, I'm like, this is a powerhouse. Your advertisers, everything. Mm-hmm. Your events that you do, everything is is beautifully connected. So even to hear that story, I'm like, mm-hmm. wow. Mm-hmm. So how would you empower women who may be tuning into this podcast today or later? Mm-hmm. How would you empower them to press through and keep going? Well, you know, it's very important. I think it's... Um... It's very important to be around the right people. I think a lot of times, um, and, and then when I say the right people, it might not be 10 people, it may not be five people, it might just be one person, you know, one, one, one assembly of person that's pouring into you and saying yes. Mm-hmm. But I think that the beginning, it starts with us. And, you know, it's really interesting that I can say that because for a long time, it took me a long time to really to love on myself. And it's like, and like you talk about, yeah, you I finally get to the place that, yeah, I'm the bomb. I've done, I did this, you know, <laughs> but you got it. You have got to get to that place to first know who you are mm-hmm. and to know what you bring to the table. So that way, with you know, when those voices or other people try to try try to diminish that, you still know how to stand. It's like you know what, I'm confident. I'm sure of this very thing that I know who I am, and what I have to offer, what I I bring to the table. And then in doing so, you begin to attract other people around yeah. you in that space that are in that they're on that walk themselves. Yeah. Or they can pour and you both can pour into each other because I think it's um, it's important that you have those relationships that go back and forth instead of having somebody doing all the pour and all the, you know, that sort of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, you reminded me in sharing with that last um, Lent season. So I've been 2022. Mm-hmm. I um, took three days and went away. Now it's just me and my husband in the home, but I, I didn't even want to be around him. Mm-hmm. And then I told my children and my family, I said, I am unavailable. Do not call me. I had my phone off. Um, and like, I think it was once a day during those three days, I would just call and say, Does any, you know, how's everything going? Mm-hmm. And they were all like, we're all good. Cause I just wanted to make sure nothing like you know, something happened. Mm -hmm. But I sat down in a quiet moment and I said, what am I, what are my accomplishments? And I pulled out a paper and a a piece of paper, a piece of paper and pen. And I wrote, started writing down my accomplishments. And I ended up crying towards the end because I had forgotten so many of those things that I had accomplished. And I think it's so important that we do that every now and then. Because I sat back and I was like, Dang girl, you jamming like mm-hmm. and it gave it's like gave me some power, some mm-hmm. excitement, some motivation to mm-hmm. keep going. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. You just because yeah. because I have forgotten again yeah. since last year around this time. Yeah. And then and the thing with that, when you were making and building that list, it wasn't just the items or the bullet things that you were listing, but then your mind you started remembering what it did, what it took to get to that line item. 
and you begin to celebrate, you know, it's like, wow, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I made that connection and that happened because of this and and you just kept building. And yeah, so that I, I, I like that. I think it's if I think that's important to do as well. You need to write down thinking that is you probably think is like when you talk about the different ready magazines, like, oh, I remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It it it, it helps soothe over the the frustration and the headaches. You yeah, know, you be like, girl, because you, you can often think about, boy, I remember what it took to find a printer, but then I remember we found this great designer, we had this great writer, you know, all those things like that that made that line item so um, um, amazing. So yeah. you're you're so right. One thing I love about what you do. And again, Monica introduced us and we've, I've been following you. Ever She's since. just a great connector, isn't she? Isn't she? Uh, Monica, where is the bomb.com? Everybody should know Monica, where? Yeah, they need to have a Monica in their life. <laughs> they do. They do. Um, you have always, and, and, and a part of me want to say thank you on this podcast, but then I also just want to share with the people and I'm going to have a question behind this as well. You are not that individual who holds everything close to your chest. If someone needs a connect or if someone needs a printer or if someone needs, you know, well, what about letters for advertising, which I've asked you and you, I was like, she, she sent me not just one template, but five, mm-hmm. like, like you have been that giver. And I'm like, wow. Were you always this type of a person to just give or did you learn to get, where does that come from and how can more of us do that? Um, it definitely comes from Joy Stone and the Taylor family. <laughs> so did I, and I think I definitely inherited through my mom's and, and my dad's side of the family too, but it's just who I am. And I think definitely it's because of my journey, Gail, because I know how hard it was. I know how hard it was as a black woman. I didn't have no journalism degree. I was just out here trying to make it happen. And I knew how competitive it was I wasn't the thing some of the things that I wasn't prepared for is the competition and how competitive we people can be and Mm -hmm. to how you know self-centered it's the whole self-absorbed thing it really shocked me you know and I made up in my mind early on that I, I knew everything didn't come with a price tag. Everything wasn't about, you know, I'll give you 30 minutes. And then after 30 minutes, then you know, I have to charge you a thousand dollars for two seconds and that sort of thing. Right. Because I knew and I empathize with individuals in who were like me. A lot of times we don't show really the who we really are and what space we really are behind the scenes. But I just, um, I assumed and just didn't want another person to have to go through all these different loopholes to try to figure it out. Um, why not? If I if I had the letter created, if I had these templates created, why not just hand it over to the next person and then they put their spin on it? You know, it's it's not going to make or break me. You know what I'm saying? Because they you have your gift and then you have the other person has their gift. And so that's why, you know, it was important that I knew when people were really out there. Now, I just don't want to give everything to people that I know ain't really doing the work. But right. if people I knew was out there trying to really make it happen 
you know, I just save them that extra step or two, you know, that ex they don't have to do be up all night or all week Googling, trying to figure out how do I do a sales letter? How do I put a media kit together? You know, so. Right. Well, I appreciate it. And, and you, you, you touched on something with competition. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, why be, so, did you ever ask yourself the question, Gail, and why people competed with me? And, just <laughs> and that's it. It's like, are you serious right now? Like, why are we doing this? <laughs> why do you think? And and I and I'm gonna say people compete, but there's another piece of this. Women will compete with other women, mm -hmm. and I wish I had that answer as to why. And if you have any insight to that, please share with our listeners, because because I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I think it's just something, unfortunately, has been embedded <laughs> in us, you know, just to compete and that we don't want the next person to get ahead and, you know, someone getting a little more love or a little more shine. I'm still trying to figure out, you know, you think, oh, I can't wait to get out of middle school. I can't wait to get out of high school. I can't wait to get grown. I won't have to be dealing with this kind of thing. And then here I'm in my early 50s and I'm still dealing with it. And it's just like, what? When would this, you know, <laughs> what would this right. end? <laughs> because, because for me, it's like, we don't have to do this. There's enough room for everybody. Exactly. It's so I'm going to promote you. I'm going to share your stuff. I don't have a problem with that. And mm -hmm. I've actually had people say to me, and maybe this has happened to you. They're like, why don't you start charging people for shouting their name out on the morning news? I said, for what? Mm -hmm. Like, why would I, what am I going to charge them? $10 to right. say their right. name? Like, right. why? Now, right. if it's advertisement, that's something different. Mm -hmm. But to just say good morning, and especially yeah. when I've had women inbox me later and say, and I'll, re I'll share one with you from 2020 that still stays with me. I've had women's and men say, thank you so much for saying good morning to me this morning when I tuned in in the chat because I have no one to say good morning to me. Wow. See, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's just that simple. Yeah, it's just that simple. A woman, um, when we first started News in Motion, uh, that was probably summer 2020 when she was sharing this. I started saying good morning. At first I started, I wasn't. Mm -hmm. I started saying good morning to people. And this um, woman inboxed me. She said, if you had any idea where I was at this moment and mm -hmm. what I was about to do to myself. Mm -hmm. And I heard you say, good morning, have a great day. And I can't remember all that I said to this person. And I probably went overboard, which I was asking myself, why am I saying all this? After she DM'd me with her message, I said, that was nobody but God. Yes. Mm -hmm. knew, know, knowing what she needed at that mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. And there was enough love shown to her. And other people in the chat started shouting her out, which was, it was the craziest thing. And I said, that yeah. could have only been God. Yeah, she needed that. Yeah, sometimes we just need to be, that we need to, uh, we need to be seen. We, we all, that's just something with yeah. all of us. We want someone to say, oh, you look beautiful. Oh, hey girl, you know, I see you. You're doing a great job. You know, we just need that sometimes. We, we need, need that. Like, uh, you know, we just need somebody to validate and say, great, I see you. I see you. Yeah. Right. I mm -hmm. see you. 
So as you know, this is this podcast is politics and prose. Um, so of course I must talk politics for a moment. Okay, you do a very good job at it too. <laughs> well, you my you. own personal commentator. So I want to see what Gail's saying about this. Okay, all right. <laughs> I have had side note. I've had people call me up, especially during the election, and they would send me even um, images. In the voting booth. I'm like, first of all, that's illegal. You know, you know and I'm like, how do I vote? And I'm like, I'm not about to tell you how to vote. Why didn't you look this up before you go there? And then I would sit back and think, wow, they really believe in me this way. They really trust me. They know that I do the work. But yeah, yeah. this past election was hilarious. I was like, y'all can't do stuff like that. Stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in asking my question, when you hear the words women's rights, women in education, women empowerment, uh, we have the right to our own uh, body, voice, life, whatever. When you hear those words, what are your thoughts? Wow, that those are all so many. <laughs> and I did it on purpose, but I know you can handle it. <laughs> yes, but I mean, it's just like women's, I mean, it's just um, in our body. I mean, it's just, this. this that's really a deep question. <laughs> yeah, it deep, it's deep. But I think it's important that we do, that women do have a voice. You know, we... Um, um, you know, I, 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 you know, that's that, I would say that, that inner nerd in me, I enjoy the women, you know, the, the, look, the history of the women's suffrage moments and this, you know, where we were and, you know, and our role that we've played. I've loved seeing that, how, you know, the Shirley Chisholm's of the world and how we, you know, this, how we've, you know, evolved as black women, and even in the days of Eleanor Roosevelt and then like, you know, Sigourney Weaver, this, all those things have just always um, empowered me because not only is it just um, white women, but it's, or black women, but it's women as a whole, we have a voice. Yes. You know, I um, grew up in a very, um, I, I grew up in a normal home, but then end up going to a real strict uh, Pentecostal church growing up where women didn't have a voice for so many years prior to me leading up to Hope Magazine. I didn't have a voice. That's a whole different, a whole different story. See, yeah, you're pulling out all kinds of stuff. But that's good. That's good. Yeah. I'm loving it. And I didn't have a voice is because it was in that old Southern or that old mindset where women need to, you know, be quiet and be, you know, you know, you just let the man lead and, you know, that, that whole generation of people and not to even know that I had a voice. And I think that it's important that not only do we know as women should know that we have a voice, um, but that that belongs to us, even far as with our bodies is concerned, we really don't need men, a bunch of men, white men or just men, period, telling us what we need to do. I think that's what belongs to us and that, um, you know, for, you know, religious purposes, I might believe one way, but then I believe that there are times when you have to make a decision. And if you have to make a decision of something pertaining to your body, then that's, that's your business, you know, Um, you know, and I don't think that's um, should be left up to other like people to tell you what you should do. So. Right. You know, I think about, thank you for sharing that. I think about you took me to church Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I think about how, it was, we were to be 
seen, not heard. Exactly. Even as we were teaching our children that you're to be seen, not heard. not heard. Right, right. And it's like, it has taken me years to come out of that. Me too. Mm-hmm. And, and and I'm now 57 at the point of this podcast. Well, look at you looking all young. Well, thank you. 47. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just interesting because I now am like, oh, no, I will be heard. Mm-hmm. Like, I have something to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find myself sometimes so strong with that. I have a 28-year-old daughter. I'm like, Use your voice. Mm-hmm. Don't just sit back and let those things happen. Now it's a it's a way you present yourself. Right. Um, don't water it down, but you know, don't come out just like half cocked, but come out with this is how I feel, this is what's going on. And and I have no problem being vulnerable. And I, I really want to hear your thoughts on this. I love that we went here. <laughs> <laughs> Politics, like I'm all the way in. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband and I were having a conversation, I don't know end of last year at some point, um, we were on, actually on vacation. So I said to him, I said, I said, going into the new year, there are some things I want changed. And he was like, right, what? And I said, well, for example, um, we're doing X, Y, Z. And I said, mm, if something happened to you, I have no control. I said, I'm going to need to have half of that control or more. Mm-hmm. I said, because if something happens to you first, all of these things need to be in order. And he was like, Carol, that's, I said, Mm-mm. I need my name on stuff. I need, yes. I mean, it was just the whole thing. And he was like, where is this coming from? And I said, I, I just think it's time. I said, I'm, you know, before I was like, oh, I'm not really sure I like that. I went with it, but now I'm like, I need this changed. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. all, everything I asked for, or not even asked for, talked about has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it gave me a sense of security that I really can't explain. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Empower. It, it it's, it's empowerment. It's that you you use your voice and you, yeah. you, you said what you wanted. You know, like you said, it wasn't watered down. You just, you said that. And, and, and the only thing your husband could do is, you know, agree and apply by it. So. Right, right. He gave me a gift. And, and I'll, I'll share this as an example because somebody may be sitting there listening saying, but what? But give me an example. Mm-hmm. He gave me a gift, which was a car. Mm-hmm. But my name wasn't on that car. And I said, mm-hmm. oh, no, this guy changed. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can keep the loan because mm-hmm. I'm paying for it's my gift. But I need my name mm-hmm. on there. And what happened was I went to get um, um, the tags or whatever, and they couldn't give them to me. Because you didn't because pay my name wasn't on it. Right. And I said, and I literally stood there and said, oh no, this no, oh, this won't be happening. Right, right. And I was like, no, we gotta change this. He said, well, I'll just go and do no, no, no. I need my name on that. Right, right. Not the loan. You keep that. Yeah, I need my but, name on this. Exactly. Exactly. And as silly as that may seem to some people, that was I needed that for me. You did. If it's my gift, my name should be on it mm-hmm. somewhere. I should not have to go through you to get the tax. Exactly. You know, so I appreciate your answers there and, and having our voices and, and using our voice. Mm-hmm. So as we're starting to wrap this up, please share three to four ways our listeners, women, can surround themselves, especially during Women's History Month, uh, with others who affirm, encourage, and challenge them. And yes, I took that straight from your book. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, you need to, the way you can surround yourself and what has really helped me out is listening to various podcasts and podcasts such as um, Gail Dudley um, <laughs> and following women. I think some of the women we don't even know or people we don't even know via social media. Social media has its, definitely its cons, but it has its pros as well. Yeah. You may not ever get a chance to meet these people, but some of that, these people really pour into us. Um, and then that's, you know, from that angle, but then there's the aspect of those women that we do or people we do have in our lives is, um, you know, sometimes we have to have those tough, hard conversations with our girlfriends is that, mm -hmm. you know, that as we've aged and as we've grown together, that we have to set boundaries and we have to, we, we have to share our expect expectations of each other, you know? Yeah, yeah. Similar how you said you how you went to your husband. Sometimes we have to go to our girlfriends and say, listen, now I can't just be doing for you all the time. You gotta you gotta pour into me as well. Right, right. I found that being that nice giving person, a lot of times people don't think, oh, well, she's cool and she don't need somebody. But no, I need that back too, yeah. you know? Yeah. That and is so true. And that's not just in, that's with the family, that's with our children, that's with our, our, our relatives and everyone. We we need to be able to use our voice to tell, you know, you know, I need you to affirm me. I need to, I need you to encourage me too, you know. Um, but yeah, I think that's um what's really important. Yeah. I like that. Um and and, and I try to tell every now and then I still have a small group of younger women. And mm -hmm. I, I try to tell them, it's like, you know, you don't have to tell us all your business, but find that confidant that yeah. you can share with and trust and right. that person who can affirm you. Yeah. I said, look at your circle of influence. What, what mm -hmm. are the, you know, what, what are they, what are you offering each other? And mm -hmm. then I'll never forget. And I hear this a lot. So I don't know if it was just a phrase or whatever that our grandparents would use, but my grandmother used to say, if you're in a circle, and you're not growing, you're in the wrong circle. And yeah, I, I love that. Versions yeah. of that. Yeah. So, and I'm yeah. not saying that she coined it, but yeah, um, yeah, I'll never forget her saying that to me. And I said, and so now I sit back and I'm like, am I growing here? Mm -hmm. Or am I coming here because I'm familiar with it or it's a habit? Mm -hmm. or, 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 you need a girlfriend too that'll point you out and point it out. It's like, girl, you've been doing, you've been around that person for so, so many years and you're not growing. Something yes. is right. You know, you you really got to do a self-examination. It's like, why, why am I here? Why do I feel like this is okay? You know? Right. Mm -hmm. I, I like that. Have a girlfriend that pointed out and say, you are not, why are you here? Yeah. You're yeah. not growing. Mm -hmm. Which says to me that they see something better or not. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I love that. Ooh, that was powerful. Thank you. <laughs> so I got to ask, I got to ask, what book are you currently reading and who's the author? Talk about it. Well, I, you know, I really love Nicole Hannah. I just, you know, I've just been on this thing with her for the longest and everything. And I love her 1619 project. So I've been, you know, reading that. And um, Nicole Hannah Jones. And then I like, um, I'm reading Flourish by Dr. Rachel Talton. And oh, okay. she's, a, she's a good friend of mine. And it's, it's like having it all without losing yourself. You know, a lot of times wow. we want 
this incredible life and everything. And this something then that's when you have to sometimes think, you know, I want to be this prolific media mogul and all this stuff. This is like, but I don't want to lose myself in the process. You know, I right. want to always remain remain to be Angie. I want to stay humble, you know. And you know, the thing about that is that, you know, people gonna people, you're gonna have people that like you and the people that don't, but you right. know, but in the process. I want to still always remember who I am, you know? Right. And yeah. who was flourished by? Her name is Dr. Rachel Towson. Dr. Rachel Towson? Towson, T-O-L-T-O-N. Okay, cool. I'll, now, I'll put it in the description for everybody to see that, too. And then, of course, I'm reading another book is The Light We Carry with Michelle Obama. Oh, so, love know. it, love it, love <laughs> it. Love it. Yeah, <laughs> always so anything cool. she comes out, she can just put out and don't even have no title. I'm like, oh, I'm getting it. <laughs> <laughs> that book is so good. Mm-hmm. It's like, Wow, I'm so <laughs> glad that they uh, they came into our lives. Actually. Oh, I, oh, we needed them. We, it we just, needed them. Yeah. At yeah. least, I, yeah, I know I, I did. Them. We we needed to see that in our generation. My mom needed to see. We just needed to see. When I tell you, they stepped up into that White House and with elegance and left out of there with just honey. They walked. I mean. They could, they could, nobody could have done it better than those, the, that whole ministry. They right. really did that. <laughs> I love it. It's so funny. Side note, you know, with all the documents being found, uh-huh. I was like, look, look, look here, Obama. I need you to go just look in your garage. <laughs> I know, no, because you know, they probably looking for the, probably trying to plant something on him, you know? <laughs> Because they you had, never know what, what these folks is doing with these documentations and all that stuff. I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> right. I was like, you know, come on. But you're right. Their elegance was just, uh, yes. just a breath of fresh air. Yeah. So please share with our listeners your social social media handles, your website, how people can subscribe to the magazine, purchase your book. Whatever you want to give to us. And then, um, although you're saying it out loud here, I just want everyone to know I will also have this in the um, description of the podcast. Yes, 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 yes. So, yes, um, you can um, find everything at HopeForWomenMag.com. On there, you'll find, you know, how to subscribe. We're actually in the process of real excited of making a transition to a membership um, community. And so that should that we'll be releasing that um, in March, which is great. We're hosting our second annual Hope 25 live event this summer in Indianapolis. It's going to be July the 21st to 22nd. So you heard it first here. And you can follow us on Instagram at at, at Hope Mag, as well as on Twitter at, at Hope Mag. Um, our Facebook is um, Hope, the number four women. Um, or just find us at Hope Magazine LLC. Um, then we can find us on our YouTube page. You can follow our um, Hope Chat, and that's where I'm doing the weekly um, chat and connecting with women um, and um, talking to them. And that, which is also going to carry over into a podcast. Um, and you can find my book, Yes Sisters. Um, you can find that at. Um, on Amazon, Books a Million, Target, and, and if you see if, if you see it, take a picture and send it to me because that's so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> great, great, great! This has been 
amazing. Thank you. I was like, I'm going to ask her if she wants to come yeah. to the podcast and let me interview, you know, because I have you so, and then I'm like, will she say yes to me? Yes, of course. <laughs> but this is great. Is there anything you want to leave with our listeners during this Women's History Month? Just know that you're amazing and just keep being fabulous and 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 don't be afraid to tell yourself you can if you want to say anything about yourself daily on your social media platform, you just affirm yourself every day and tell people how amazing, how beautiful you are, how smart you are, how creative you are, and just do it every day. Yeah. I love that. I love that. With that, listeners, I'm gonna leave you with what I have to, how I always leave you. Y'all know what I say. Stay well and remember to make some bold moves. We are out. New episodes air on Fridays. Make sure to follow Gail on Instagram, Twitter, and post.news at Gail Dudley. And subscribe to her YouTube, www.youtube.com slash Gail Dudley. Tune in to be informed. And make sure to subscribe to Politics and Pros wherever you listen to podcasts that you don't miss an episode.